Happy Sunday, everyone, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Sunday Social. I'm Kelly J. Lewis, and my guest today is Andrea Tweedy Bowen. Tweedy is running for the council seat number one for the Pawnee Business Council. That, of course, is my own tribal nation. Tweedy, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh, you're welcome. Very welcome. Now, let's get right to it. Um, You're running for this council seat. Why? Because I want to see the nation prosper and we we need more revenue. It's where we can help our elderly and our, well, the whole citizens, all the citizens, but especially the young ones too. And I would like to see it to where we can, you know, we used to have a, um, what would they call that, uh, uh, plant growing uh, over there, hot hothouse. And my mother used to work there and she just loved it. And, you know, we've only got one flower shop here. So I would love to see that started again because we made a lot of sales. We made some money. What we need at the Pawnee Nation is revenue because we've gotten cut off during Trump's administration. And, you know, it it always happens to us. Um, I was on the health board for many years and we didn't have the funding from the government to get good medicine we always had to old, use the old medicine and the doctors, when we got to the doctors, they always couldn't get the medicine that they wanted. So we had to use the older ones. You know, prisoners today get more health care than the Native Americans. And that's a shame. And that's what I feel like should happen. Well, now you bring up a really interesting point right there about old generations of medicine. I don't think a lot of tribal members, especially because, you know, most tribal members have to utilize IHS. There's no choice. Yes. There, there's no yes. private insurance options there. They just they just can't afford them. And especially with the, um, I say, destruction of the Affordable Care Act. And mm-hmm. that really impacted Indian country in a way. I think it was just an negative unintended consequence but that that issue of using second third generation medication with ihs i mean that's been done for decades oh yes yes and we tried to change it we really did and you know we had our uh main meetings in oklahoma city at the area office and we just could not get the funds we could not get the funds the first ones to get cut are native americans in the administration, the, the higher-ups in Washington. And I don't understand that, and I don't know what we can do, but there's got to be something done where we can get the first-hand medicine that, you know, our people are very important. And the Pawnee Nation, you know, we're proud people, and we've got to do something. And I, I got taken off the health board when we got a new administration, which is fine because they have their own people they want in there. But we were working on getting all the nations together to to form an alliance to be heard at the government level, the state level, county level, whatever, because uh, a lot of the senators, legislatures told us to get that done and we could be heard at any level. And which is true. So we tried that. We tried that and we could not get it done. But I'm hoping that if I get on board again or to, on the council, I want that alliance to, to form with our nations here. You know, the Otos, Ponca's cause, um, everybody around our, our vicinity. And by that, we can be heard. 
we got we've got to make an alliance with other tribes. That is a really important point because I think a lot of tribal leaders nowadays don't mm-hmm. look at that you know, our voices are stronger united. I think tribal nations try to do too much on their own and they don't understand the, um, the benefits. I think that a lot of tribes look at that old, well, they were our old enemies on the plains kind of thing instead of realizing that, you know, we need to put our voices together because they're louder that way. Yes. Yes. And that's what we need to do. And, you know, it, we just need to do it. We tried it, tried it before and it didn't work, but I'm thinking today is a new new time, a new world, and we can do that. I'm, I really hope we can. And that's one of the main goals I want to do is get alliances with the tribes. And, you know, just like uh, we had a veterans meeting today. I'm not a veteran, but I attended and I, I fed them. <laughs> with, <laughs> that's always, you got to feed the veterans. Always with, feed the veterans any yes, chance you get. Yes. But I, we made meat pies and pasoli for them, and they loved it. And, you know, I appreciate helping everybody. I do. And so we had a meeting, and that's what we thought about is getting alliances from the other veterans. You know, they were talking about that, and I think that's great. Okay, there's two things. There's two really important things that that you have mentioned, and I want to get back to the veterans. Absolutely, because that's a really important demographic that we have to take care of. However, um, in your previous statement, you made mention of the new administration removing you from a board and kind of putting their own people in. Now, let's talk about that in tribal government, because it doesn't matter what tribe you're talking about. And and, and it's true in the federal government and the state and the local levels. When new administrations come in, they do tend to want to put their own people in there who are going to um, complete their agenda. Right. So let's talk about you and your agenda and what kind of the kind of Pawnees that you need to that you see that are going to help you achieve your vision of economic development and resource development and revenue. Yes. Well, what we really need is those people who have um, experiences in business and um, accounting. Accounting is very important. And, you know, that's what I have done. And um, we need people who want to grow, to, to have the Pawnee Nation grow. And, you know, there are those people out there. They just haven't been asked to help. And they would. They really would. Well, and, and I'm going to have to disagree with you at that point because, and, and it happens to a lot of tribes, but you mm-hmm. get educated tribal members who go and who want to help the Pawnee Nation. But, and and this is just something that I understand not growing up with my Pawnee family. You know, I grew up all the way down here in Southwest Oklahoma. I grew up raised by two Kiowa grandmas. My grandfather oh, okay. is Pawnee. And okay. so, you know, I, I I don't know a lot of the, you know, I didn't didn't know a lot of the traditions or cultures. I still don't know a lot of the language. And so one of the things that's important to me is to is to know that that, you know, that that's being taken into account and to know that we're getting that when Pawnees do, who, who, who may not have necessarily grown up in Pawnee in the jurisdiction, when we do go there to try to try, try to help our tribal nations grow and develop, that we're taken seriously as well. Yes, yes. Well, it should be open to everybody. 
everybody who wants to help and, you know, seek more entities. We need more entities with revenue. That's what the Pawnee Nation needs. And, you know, they talk about everybody surpassing us. But I don't think that's an impossibility. Just like our lands here, they're bringing in the bison. Uh, We had that opportunity many years ago, but they didn't want to put the fences up, which is, you know, to me, that's just a little thing. But we we could do that. Plus the cattle, we we have land to put cattle on, and then we're going to grow hemp, and that's good because there's a lot of things you can use, do with the hemp. You know, make everything. So that's a money making thing. And then to me, there are government contracts that we can take, and it's just getting the employees to be able to to work those jobs. But you know, it could be open to anybody, not just for Native Americans first, Pawnees first, but then it could open it up in this area and, and help people uh, to get jobs. Now, let now you make a very interesting point, and this is something that a lot of my Pawnee brothers and sisters are really concerned with, is that Pawnee preference and employment. Right. Now, you serve on the Tribal Development Corporation, or the mm-hmm. TDC. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some of those issues, because as as a as a member i want to know why the tdc hasn't been supporting the pawnee nation as it as it's a you know bound yes. to do yes well actually they do tdc does have pawnee first but there's a, when we put people in these positions a lot of times they don't uh, they have the attitude like now i just this is just what has happened in the past. They have the attitude like, well, Pawnees own this, so I can come and go as I please because I'm Pawnee. And, you know, that don't work anywhere. When you're supposed to be there eight to five, that's anywhere in this world. You've got to go by whatever hours you have to work. But I have seen that before, and that, that doesn't work. I mean, it's just a business like any other business. And these people that, you know, we've got some Pawnees that are in the positions of the, uh, not CEO, but supervisors, and it's working out. But then there's a lot of them that just come and go and, you know, they can't, they can't last, they can't um, make it, so they have to quit. And it's I don't know if that's a problem anywhere, but it is in the Pawnee Nation. Well, I think that's I think that's an issue with training. I think that's an issue with employee development that the TDC absolutely should take responsibility for, because if you don't have those standards in place and you're not allowing the the employees the ability to be able to feel like they're part of that corporation, because I, I mean, I see it all over social media and, and it's alarming to me, but hey, I'm a business owner. I get it. I know that there are hard decisions that you have to make. Yes. However, when it, it's it's coming to a point where, I mean, we're, we're not talking about just casino employees. I'm talking about why TDC hasn't made any kind of relevant revenue payments to the Pawnee Nation as a whole. I'm not just talking about hiring our tribal members or putting a Pawnee preference in place. I'm talking about hard, cold cash to support our tribal programs and why TDC has failed to do that. Because of the Bank of Oklahoma loan that we got, we have to have an EBITDA, a certain percentage 
what we make has to be over the point one point three or whatever. And we haven't been able, because of our former CEO, left us in the dark about a lot of things, a lot of payments that we he didn't make. And we're trying to, we found that out. Our new CEO found that out within a week of studying everything. He found out, you know, we didn't even pay taxes for this one period. And so we've got to make all these payments. And it's it's just something we have to work out. Okay, and, so, so let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Who was in charge of actually signing the paperwork to get into this obviously bad loan? Um, actually, it was our CEO. Okay, and, and how long his, was that CEO in, in his position? Oh, gosh, he's been in there. Oh, I can't. Uh, probably six or seven years. So there's obviously been a lack of oversight on TDC's part, because if he's been able to operate for six or seven years, I mean, Uh there are a lot of financial reports and a lot of things that can be done in seven years. So where was the oversight with that from TDC? what What had happened? He did not, we got financials all the time, but he left all of this stuff out and we didn't know. We, the board didn't know. And every board member, we didn't know. Why and didn't so, you know though? Why didn't the, why, how, why didn't the TDC understand this? Because these are our tribal resources. Right. And, and, right. and what's, and, and the reason I'm asking you this, I mean, you're, you're running for one of our, our positions on our council. Right. And know. so I need to understand that, you know, this, this, these things that have been allowed to go on in T on TDC, that's not going to extend to our Pawnee business committee. So how are you going to help the nation bridge that gap with TDC to make sure that both entities are successful? Because there is transparency now. We didn't have that before because it was so secretive. I mean, I I don't understand it myself because I don't know how he got away with that, not telling us, letting us know what we owed, what, you know, we got different financials and it was, it, it was found out that he fixed it. I mean, he fixed the financials and we didn't know that. And there was a lot of payments that weren't paid and now we're playing catch up. And then on this new loan, well, we got a new loan. So it will close in in April. I mean, we'll get the money into April the 1st of May. Then we'll be able to give the tribe, I think, 300,000. And that will help a lot. But again, I don't understand how much the Pawnee Nation is in the hole because those programs were supposed to be subsidized all year by the grants. I don't understand that. I don't know why, you know, we're in such a disrepair. I mean, the grants were supposed to sustain the programs and they haven't. So well, that, there's yeah. there's a lot of issues with cuts to federal funding. Indian country always gets yes. cut first. But yes. I do want to say, I do want to say as far as like TDC and the old CEO goes, so is the tribe going to take any legal action against this person who obviously defrauded the tribe and falsified well, documents? Or are we I, just going to let him ride off into the sunset? Well, what they did, they uh, let him, they fired him or whatever you want to call it. And uh, um, 
Is they, he financially uh, responsible to the tribe to pay back, or is he going to have to serve any time for defrauding our people and wasting our resources? No, according to the, what they've done, the uh, the the TDC and this public Pawnee Business Council, um, it wasn't. He didn't take money or anything like that. He just didn't let us know what was going on. So there's really nothing legally that we can do to him. Falsifying um, documents is absolutely a crime. Well, the I guess our attorney general and everybody has looked at it and um, they just wanted him to to be let go. So, so he just gets to ride off into the sunset after lying to the Tribal Development Corporation, who is responsible for adding revenue to Pawnee tribal programs. Now, I get that grant programs are supposed to fund um, themselves. However, everybody in tribal government knows or should know that the cuts always affect Indian country first. These monies have been dwindling every year consecutively. And to think that these these dwindling monies are going to continue to serve these programs and let them continue at a high rate of production is just absolutely ludicrous. Yes, yes, I agree. That's why we have to have new revenue, uh, with new businesses, new entities into our nation to help us sustain ourselves. And, you know, there's a lot of, we've got a lot of land and what we can, you know, it's going to take time, but we're, we're slowly crawling out of that hole. And um, we will be able to subsidize the nation and keep it up because our, you know, the casinos are doing good now. In the wintertime, they don't do that great. But, um, you know, we are going to try to uh, give the Pawnee Nation more money. And, um, you know, when, a long time ago, they just gave them like 40000 a month. But now it's up to 125000 and so we, we, you know, we've got to give that to the Pawnee Nation and hopefully it'll be before May at the end of April. So the TDC is supposed to give the nation $125,000 a month since when? And, and how long has that not been paid? Oh, gosh, it's been... Uh, because the pre the president, the current president now, in in his statement in the Chadex this time with the candidates, he said that we haven't received a payment in two years. Right, so that's right. one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars times right, twenty four. Right, is that right? right and right. so this three hundred thousand dollar down payment that we're supposed to get at the end of next month, that's just like a drop in the bucket, right? It right, is a down payment, right. right? Yes. And then we'll keep sub subsidizing the nation. And how are and you going to do that? Through the casinos, and they're they're doing a lot better. There's three casinos that we have, and um, we we've got this loan, and we're going to try to do what we have to do to the uh, developments. Uh, you know, keeping the casinos going, and then whatever we have, we're going to give to the nation, and um, we should have quite a bit. You know, after um, May and June and July are really good months, so. I'm hoping that uh, I'm thinking that the, the nation will pull out of it and will be able to subsidize them very well. And uh, that's what the TDC wants to do. Now, if you're elected to the PBC, which is the Pawnee Business Council, how are you going to um, make sure that this money that's being given to the nation is allotted to the right resources instead of just to, you know, to the yeah. to the to the Pawnee Nation budgetary black hole 
that we all right. know exists. Right. The general fund. <laughs> I call the it the black hole, but general fund, yeah. potato, potato. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, uh, being in accounting, the general fund is commingling of monies and you can't do that. But that's what happens in the Pawnee. I mean, not just Pawnee, but the Indian It happens nations. everywhere. Yes, they do that. And if one was shut down, they'd all have to be shut down. But what I'm saying is that whatever programs lack, like our language program, our repatriation, they should be helped first. And the employees, if they have to be put on um, furlough or whatever they have to, we've got to subsidize them first so they won't lose their positions, their jobs, and be without any income I'm concerned with our Pawnee people not having the funds to survive. And, you know, there's just a lot that needs to be done. And if the money comes in, that's great. We can help them. And I just want our tribe to, you know, all this, uh, we, we've got to start new entities. We do to have revenue because we can't depend on the government anymore. We are just a direct services tribe, but we keep getting cut, like you said, and we do. And we need to have our own entities like um, the cattle, the veg- vegetables. They said, you know, we could make a garden out there or the hemp, whatever. There's got to be something. And I even want I even want to start our own electric because we can go enter, uh, what wind power or solar. And the tribes up north are doing that. And the whole city of Pawnee would have to go with us. And that way we could give breaks to our elders that don't have much of an income, set income, and we can help them out by giving them discounts because we don't have to go through a middleman to to supply that energy. And I really want that to happen. You know, that's really important for tribes to get into. There's two things that that you said in this interview that have really impressed me. And I think that if tribes don't get involved right now, they're being really short-sighted. Number one is hemp production, because you can do so many things with hemp production. And the other is alternative energy sources. And solar is, I'm a huge proponent of solar energy. And I really think that tribes need to get into that alternative energy sector because that is a great way for us to be able to start employing our own people to the good right. of our own nation. Right. And that is one of the reasons why I wanted to get on TDC, because the time before we went to up north, I mean, we went to meetings and they 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 do it. They started it and everything. So I'm a, I'm aware and I know the people that I can contact, be in contact with to see how you start it, whatever. It's going to take time but it'll work. It will work. And as, and, you know, the city of Pawnee is, you know, we're small, the community, you know that. So the city, and I've even talked to the mayor since I'm on city council, I have talked to the mayor about it. And he said, well, he said, yep, we'd have to go with you. I said, yes, because, you know, we're a small community. And he said, well, that's when it happens, it, it'll be good. It'll be good for everybody. And I said, well, because I'm thinking about my own nation of, of cutting the costs because going through GRDA and all of them, when they have a, a increase, they spread it amongst the, <clears throat> the customers to pay for their, you know, like they had to go from coal to gas. And um, that got spread around to the customers. And it's just one of them things. And we, don't, we wouldn't have to do that. 
Yeah, and money. yeah, when co-ops work, co-ops are a great thing. And if mm-hmm. we could even do something on a small level like right. that, right? You know, so yes. um, so let's talk about another thing that I another issue that I wanted to real quick in the time that we had, and okay. that is, um, so what do you think? That what are the hard decisions that have to be made right off the bat? Should you be elected? What's the first? What's your first priority that you're going to go after if you're mm-hmm. elected? Revenue. That's <laughs> revenue because I want a scholarship for our students at the end of the senior year for the male and the female, the top people or whatever for our and even. You know, we have school clothes. I mean, we have um, monies for school clothes for our ponies, but we need a scholarship fund to be set up. And there's even uh, scholars that have graduated that would donate to the fund, I was told. And I said, well, great. That's what I would like to do. But we need more revenue in our Pawnee Nation and to sustain ourselves. And that's one thing I really, really would like to do get something going to where we can get some more money going and, and run by the Pawnee Business Council. And, you know, TDC is good. We'd work with them too, but we need funding. We need money. That's what we need to help ourselves to grow. And, you know, it, that's important. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think the Pawnee Nation is top heavy? Do you think um, that... Do you think that the administrative positions and the higher positions and the director positions are, and I know some of them are not paid that much, but there are, in my opinion, there are several top-heavy positions in the Pawnee Nation. What do you think? Well, I know what you mean, and yes, I agree. And there's a lot of people in those positions, positions that don't need to be there, and it's just it's well, it's just like the government. I work for the government too. And some of those people get in there and they're there forever and they don't really do anything. And I, you know, this is just my opinion. And then, you know, things need to be cut. And I'd have to go around and look at everything to see what needs to be done or needs to be done away with or whatever. I would have to do that myself to see and, you know, and inform the, the people because on the council, you know, there's eight of you. You have you all have to be on the same page and it, it's hard to get anything done one person. But if you can uh, get together and look at what the employees you have and what they're doing and everything and see how successful these programs are, whatever. But, you know, I don't like again, I don't want to cut anybody's money, you know, to have a position and a job to feed their own families. So I just have to take a real hard look at everything to see. Yeah. And yeah. And, and that's really important too. And I think one of the things that I'm looking for in a tribal leader is someone who's not going to go along with that. Well, it's the way we always done it. So that's the way we're going to continue to do it because we Uh see not just our tribe, but other tribes are all around us who have Mm -hmm. that same mentality of we've always done it this way. We're going to continue to do it this way, even though it doesn't serve any of our people, but just those few that are in power. Right. I know what you mean. I do know what you mean. And no, that's, I'm not a yes person. I've never been, I'm 
some people say I'm outspoken, but I'm I'm not a forceful person and I don't put anybody down or anything like that. You know, when you have a discussion with somebody, you talk to them good. You you be you know, you don't try to be mean or anything like that because these are my own people, honey mm-hmm. nation. And you gotta treat them with respect. That's one thing I don't like is when somebody stands up and says something disrespectful to my people, especially my elders. I don't like that at all. And, you know, we can all work together, whatever council or whatever. We can get these things accomplished. We can. I know we can. And, you know, being on the city council for nine years, it there's a lot of things that I have seen. And currently I'm the president of the Pawnee City Council, elected two years ago by my peers on on the council. And I take that highly, I mean, I take that, you know, seriously. And I do what I can up there and for our whole city. And, you know, we, we talk about everything and we're on the same page. And that's what I want the Pawnee Business Council to do is be on the same page and see to the revenue and everything, and how the people are treated, we need to treat them good, especially our elders. And our veterans. We, I mean, our time is almost up, and we didn't even, we did that's the first thing I said I wanted to talk about was our veterans. But you know I what? Know. It, for me, I will say we have got to prioritize taking care of our veterans. We right. are, you know, right. our code talkers, our scouts, you know, we're so proud yes. of our veterans, and yes. the Pawnee Nation yes. has got oh, to prioritize yes. recovery programs for our yes. veterans who have served yes. our country so honorably. Yes. But that's just like I am. Uh, well, I'm a member of the society. The, uh, we we formed a new society to help the veterans, and um, we we go to the veterans meetings and a lot of well. Ever since we've been going, we've been taking food. <laughs> that's excellent. And you know what? Let us interview you again. We'll talk all about the veterans uh, programs there at Pawnee Nation because I really want to get involved and know more about those programs. But right, right. now, our time is up. Tweety oh. Bowen, I'm sorry, Andrea Tweety Bowen. That's Everybody okay. knows you as Tweety. Nobody knows you as Andrea. Yes. Thank yes. you so much for coming on the show today and talking to us about your vision for the Pawnee Nation. I greatly appreciate it and the other absentee voters appreciate it as well and thank you very much for the interview thank you everyone don't forget tune into sunday social every sunday at noon straight up right here at talk jive radio i'm kelly j lewis we'll catch you back here next week and if you missed the live episode be sure to find us on the podcast page thanks and have a great day